Welcome to Estella Says, the podcast that is sure to brighten your day. Hi everyone, welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of Estella Says. My name is Estella and I am 9 years old and welcome to Season 2 again. And today I'm going to be sharing you a topic about pets. Pets? Pets. And this topic about pets is about what pets should you get. And for this kind of a topic, I'm going to be inviting Amalia Rodriguez with me. And she's going to be my special guest. Just a little background about Mally. She has taken care of pets throughout her life. And so I would consider her a pet expert. So now let's meet Mally. Hello. Okay, so first off, how much do you know about pets though? On a scale of one to 10, 10 is like the, you know it by heart. One is like, you don't know anything about pets. Okay, <laughs> I, I've had quite so a few cute. different pets. So I will say somewhere on like like a seven to eight. I'm pretty yeah. pretty pretty knowledgeable about animals and stuff like that. Okay, I'm more for me. I'm a seven. Okay, yeah, it's kind of in the same range. And uh, can you say what your pets you've had before or now? Yeah, yeah, I have had birds. I've had guinea oh, yeah. pigs. I currently have a dog and a rabbit, but. Uh, I've had lots of fish as well, so I, I'm pretty I'm pretty knowledgeable about these guys. Do you know the name of the bunny and the dog that you have so far? Yes, currently I have a dog, Yorkie. His name is Kuba. He's turning four soon, so yay. And I have a bunny. Her name is Smokey, and she's a pretty old girl now. Who's more difficult, the bunny or the dog? It's, it honestly really depends based on what kind of area you're looking at and what you regard as difficult. So they, they both have their challenges. Like a dog, you have to go take out on walks daily. They need more food. They need quite a bit of attention. But with my rabbit, she needs, she needs a little bit less food, but definitely does get a little bit pricier with rabbits and making sure that they're cared for. Because they have so many different things, like, fun fact, their teeth never stop growing, so, you know, wow. you have to have things for them to chew on so that they can get their teeth down a little bit more, it doesn't grow over their skin. You have to buy lots of hay, toys, make sure that they're able to enjoy their time, let them hop around, stuff like that. Okay, so you also said that you have a fish before? Yes, I've had fish before. So... I did also have a fish before, and it basically lasted a week, and then it just Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. what's the bit, why do you think my fish died? So, what we did, we got the fish in, the lights rolled on, and stuff. Yeah. Now that I know more about fish, I do know it, but I want to hear what you say. So, yeah. we put them near somewhere, and then we let them be. And I think one of the reasons why they died is because, first off, we didn't really filter it. Oh, uh, Yeah. And well, I I would think some of the common problems when people are like having fish and are beginners at having fish is sometimes they they put their tanks in the sunlight. That also oh, direct yeah. sunlight cannot help doesn't help with that. It heats up the water what too else? much because different fish have like different scale temperaments. Ouch. So it really depends on what kind of fish you have. But most fish who <laughs> don't want to put their tanks in direct sunlight. Another thing is filtering. You you do want to keep the tanks clean. 
And also just different fish have different needs. Like I, I usually had the samurai fighting fish. So I had quite a, quite a few of those guys and compared to how a lot of other fish have like their tanks, they need smaller tanks and it needs to be not as deep. deep, So the fish can go up to air easier compared to like a lot of other fish that need bigger tanks and need a lot of room to swim, stuff like that. So, you know, it, it depends on that kind of stuff as well as food and temperature of water if you're adding treatment drops to the water so oh we didn't add treatment drops <laughs> yeah that might that might have also not helped with it i'm actually now that we are just before we had guppies like a year and many months ago now yep. i'm looking up like lots of fish stuff on shorts and stuff and okay. so i'm like oh my gosh i did that thing wrong and that thing wrong. <laughs> It happens sometimes. It comes it comes with having pets and animals and like over the time period of having them, you're like, oh, I could have done that so much better. But I mean it helps going forward, so then you know with other At least pets. we had a funeral for them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I understand that you had guinea pigs before. So let's talk about guinea pigs. How cute were the guinea pig babies? And oh, they were they were adorable. They were so cute. I think we had a litter of four. Oh, they were so cute. They were so tiny and so adorable. So I've seen like naked guinea pigs, they call it. Did was yours like that or was it like a furry kind of thing? There are hairless guinea pigs, but no, we, we had like the, the really fluffy furry ones. They were really cute. Yeah, I kind of like the fluffy fluffy furry ones because they're like the cutie ones yeah <laughs> so how difficult are guinea pigs best of all because i think I'm, if yeah. it's easy i think we're, i'm gonna beg um my dad to buy one guinea pigs are i will say that they are pretty difficult they unlike rabbits they can't be um litter trained so oh. they poop everywhere, all over the crate, and it is very difficult to manage just based on how much they they poop everywhere. So oh. it's a little bit hard to manage, but they are really fair in temperament. They're really sweet. Usually I haven't met too many guinea pigs that were like aggressive or anything like that. So they are really sweet, but they eat a lot. They poop a lot and it's a little, they're a little bit unmanageable. So so. Yeah, I think I won't get them for some, I don't think that, because we have a dog that's also going out, mm-hmm. and, and then the guinea pig might also do that, so, yeah. but, tell is this, like, true? I've seen people, or videos, that a rabbit or some other thing can cure a dog, I'd say, or actually a cat, dogs can be together, and sometimes the cat actually helps the dog who is sick or something. I have seen quite a few things with animals and like completely like unlikely animals like having paired like being paired up together and helping each other. Animals like within different species can form strong bonds with each other, but it really just depends on one, the temperament of both of the animals just to make sure they won't clash and stuff like that. And two, if that if they're familiar with each other and have been raised together, usually that works. But a lot of times when dogs, I've seen a lot of example of dogs being really anxious and, and feeling depressed and getting like a cat for them or like a bunny for them. I've seen that quite a bit. And usually if everything matches up, their person- personalities line up, then usually it works. Yeah. Okay. So let's say I'm getting a bunny, which I am begging my dad almost every single day. <laughs> Not anymore, but before. And so... What do you think I could do so that 
you know, to actually make it live other than the fish. Okay, well, bunnies, they definitely are pretty high-maintenance animals. I, I would recommend getting the regular standard just Dutch rabbit. They are the easiest to deal with because of their temperament. They're usually very sweet. They're, and if you do form a strong bond with your bunny, they are very cuddly. They are really sweet. Some, some bunnies are a little bit more, like, nippy in, in temperament and a little bit grumpy. They don't, they're not like dogs where you can just pick them up and they want to. Usually the best way to go about approaching a bunny is to let them come to you and let them lead that sort of thing. And they should have lots of, lots of space to run, stuff like that. Finding lots of hay for them, and you probably—it's a good idea to get them litter trained. It keeps okay. everything clean, and it makes sure that that rabbit has that own designated space for them to use the washroom and keep their crate clean. Lots of toys as well, lots of like hidey holes, stuff like that. Just because n- rabbits naturally living in the wild have their own warrens, so they go underground, they dig, and they have those little nests underground for themselves. So lots of stuff like that for them. Okay, so. Instead of the hay, are actually carrots actually okay or good for the bunny or bad for the bunny? Because I've seen Google, they said it's not good for the bunny, but then cartoons say it's great for the bunny. Yeah, see, I that's a huge common misconception that I've seen over the years that rabbits love carrots. Carrots yeah. are actually very high in sugars for the bunnies, oh. and they you shouldn't feed them carrots regularly. Now, you can you can feed them to them, but it shouldn't be like an everyday thing. It okay. should be like a treat once in a while. Um, some bunnies don't even like carrots. I know my oh. bunny does not like carrots. She, d- she does not like carrots. What a lot of rabbits actually like to eat, funny enough, are bananas. <laughs> oh, so... Yeah, lots, lots of that stuff. What is your bunny's favorite food or vegetable? Probably the standard, like, lettuce. Oh, yeah, lettuce. That was Love. So tell me, how do you potty train a bunny? So I didn't, I personally, when I got my bunny, she was, she, she wasn't like a newborn bunny. She, the, the, the person I got her from, she was, she was still pretty young, but she wasn't, she wasn't like a newborn baby. They had trained her to, to go in her litter box. But the way that you would go about training a bunny in their litter box is where, where you would let them go in their crate and wherever that they would go in a corner because they, they, they're very cleanly animals. They groom themselves. They like to keep things clean. So they would go in a corner, whatever corner they choose or a little spot, and they would start using the washroom there. That when when you see that they're using that corner, that's when you want to put their their poop that they they put in that corner. You want to put the litter box there and put it in the litter box so that it, it encouraged them to go in that litter box where they originally decided to use that little corner as their you know washroom area. So you would that would be a really good like encouragement for them to go there, and it would start getting them on that track to use the litter box. Yep. So now let's do cats. One of the all right, yeah. So have you ever had a cat before? No, I, I have not had a cat. I really, I really want to get a cat someday. Um, Me too. I, 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 my mother, unfortunately, does, is not very fond of cats, yeah. so I cannot have a cat. But one day I do hope to have a cat, and I'm very knowledgeable about them already. So, I know you haven't had a cat, but how much, not, how much do you really know about cats on a scale of 1 to 10? <laughs> 
I'm very fond of cats. I love cats. They're probably one of my favorite animals. So I would like to say that I'm like a nine out of 10. Okay, so I know probably an eight out of Okay, 10. yeah. And I see like cat facts on videos. Yeah. What are the good things about cats? I, I love that cats are independent. They aren't very, like, they aren't very needy animals, like how you would say dogs are. They, dogs, like, require constant attention. You need to take them out for walks. You need to do this, this, that. Cats are very independent, and they, they're basically just, like, having a roommate, really. They're just, they're just there. They, they, they mostly take care of themselves. Of course, you have to make sure that they're up in good health, keep them in good health, and have that litter box change it. But, but really, they, they're very independent, so... Okay, so, and now what are the not-so-great things about cats? The other flip side of that is some people could also not like that they're independent. A lot of people do like their cuddly animals that they can always hug all the time, but cats aren't very fond of that attention. Now, some are. Some do uh, get very clingy with their owners, depending on breed and stuff like that. But most time, cats are not very sociable animals. They can form really good bonds with their owners, but a lot of the time you can't just go up to them and scoop them and they, they won't be super happy about that. They are, they are not very social animals. A lot of people also don't like that they have sharp claws and teeth. They can scratch at you if you annoy them enough. They are sometimes very temperamental. So that's also a flip side of that. So I've actually had actually a cat scratch. It wasn't that bad, but I think it was annoying her with dog sounds. Yeah. <laughs> to sometimes help help their nerves is that catnip. It can Oh, it catnip. can help. It makes them feel more relaxed and it's definitely like a, a calming stimulant. So it's it, it helps the cats feel a little a little bit more relaxed. It makes them puts them in a better mood so that definitely helps. Other other ways to deal with anxious cats is just spending time with
they are very needy and they are high <laughs> maintenance. Um, they yeah, yeah. really like to be very <laughs> dependent on you. Um, they oh, practically like salivate waiting at the door for you to return, even if you're oh, just yeah. going to put the garbage outside. Yeah. They feel they feel like they need to be there with you every second of the day, even when you're using the washroom. So they're very, yeah. very dependent animals. They're like connected to you. Yeah, like my my dog, even when I'm just like so sitting in my room out of, out of nowhere, he'll stick his nose in my room. Like he oh, likes wow. to be connected at the hip with all of us. So yeah, and also <laughs> I've also heard that sometimes they can get um anxiety when you're out or somewhere yeah lots lots of dogs have like the separation anxiety because they just they love their owner that much and they just want to be with them always that they get really anxious when you do leave them like i know my dog he whenever we try to leave anywhere he starts whining he's anxious he's doing pacing back and forth because he wants to go out with us everywhere but unfortunately we cannot take him everywhere so it's it's hard to leave him at home sometimes so it's like being very loyal but sometimes it's not like it's kind of rude when he does it yeah some sometimes they're very they're very needy and they they like to Go everywhere with you. So we've already talked about the, the pets that you have. Is there any pets that you would like love, except for the cats? I know I. Yeah, I actually love ferrets. I know my my friend had ferrets. They're so adorable. I love them. They're very playful. They're very silly. A lot of people <laughs> like to set up like ball pits or like a little <laughs> container of macaroni and just just like play around with them in there because they oh, love yeah. to do like little burrowing things. Oh, yeah. um, yeah. Chinchillas. They're they're super cute. They they're, they're really they're just puffy little animals. They they do their cute little sand baths. It's adorable. I really I those pets are definitely <laughs> really interesting. They're very cute. Okay, so besides from the an so for me, besides from the animal that we already talked about, yeah. I would my least one is uh, definitely a snake, the last one, but mm-hmm. I would honestly love a bird. Like a nice birds, bird. yeah. They I, a lot of birds are actually really great pets for people who do know what they are doing though that's birds are definitely like an experienced pet owner thing, but if you do know what you're doing with birds birds they are really good pets to have for those more experienced owners but the bad news is i don't think i can have it unless i really research because first of all i don't really look at the birds at the Mm -hmm. birds backs and stuff so i don't really know if they're telling for example i don't know if they're even gonna be nice or something okay (laughs) yeah some some birds are a little bit more grumpy than other uh breeds of birds but for the, for the most part, birds just are really intelligent animals, so they need to be stimulated, like, quite a bit. They need to be entertained all the time. They need to have their, like, toys. They need enrichment time, so, you know. Well, what pets would you like? I, I, I talked about what kind of pets that I would be interested in. What kind of pets would you ideally want? I'm basically begging my mom. My dad don't, totally agrees with it, but okay. mom for a dog, another no. dog. Yes! <laughs> You have a dog, Stout. Yeah, but I still want another one. What what kind of breed of the like the other dog would you get? Same breed as now, or? I don't want to get the English bulldog. It's either the a pit bull or an, another breed of him. Oh wow! Or no, or or a pug, either one. So thank you, Allie, for sharing me all of your facts about dogs, cats, and all of these other animals. And I hope we see you next time. Yeah, of course, anytime. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to Estella says. I hope I brighten your day. Don't forget to subscribe. Till next time.